0: The Urbanist is brought to you in association with the Department of Culture and Tourism Abu Dhabi. Sadiaq Cultural District Abu Dhabi is a beacon of hope and inspiration. A catalyst to spark growth and collaboration with museums and experiences, where art and science and nature and technology coexist. The belief of Abu Dhabi that culture is the backbone of our society. Stay tuned for a special episode of the show in which you can hear His Excellency Mohammed Khalifa al-Mubarak explain exactly why and how Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi is the perfect place to collaborate, create and innovate. Sadiat Cultural District Abu Dhabi. Proud partner of The Urbanist on Monocle Radio. While most were stuck inside during the pandemic, many who could safely access nature used the time to reconnect with the outdoors. Michelle Elise Burnett spent many isolated hours on the shores of the Niagara River in Canada, rekindling relations with her indigenous ancestors and admiring the natural beauty of the area. This time and her experience as a broadcaster led her to create an audio tour of the area. You're listening to Tour Stories, a Monocle production brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. In this episode, Mandy Sinclair meets with Michelle Elise to follow the tour that she created around the Niagara Glen, a park and trail system along the Niagara River.
1: I've arrived at the Niagara Glen, a park and trail system about 10 kilometers downstream from the famed Niagara Falls, where up to 154 million liters of water cascade over the falls every minute, creating a plume of mist as it crashes into the rock bed below before flowing rapidly downstream where I am currently standing. I'm here to meet with radio broadcaster and artistic director, curator, and producer Michelle Elise Burnett for an Indigenous journey of the Niagara Glen. For millennia, Indigenous peoples have inhabited these lands and more recently, the Neutral Nation, Six Nations of the Grand River of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, the Mississaugas of the Credit, and First Nation of the Anishinaabek people have been present here. Today, the park is a popular spot for outdoor enthusiasts, with nine hiking and bouldering trails of varying difficulties. Michelle Elise is a Métis of Ontario citizen, and with Algonquin roots, she is a member of the Bear Clan. During the lockdown, Michelle and her son William spent many hours on the trail, rekindling relations with her Indigenous ancestors. They listened to birdsong, the sound of the crashing waves, and received messages from a centuries-old cedar tree. The result of their time spent in reflection is a self-guided audio walk entitled, Rekindling Our Relations, An Indigenous Journey of the Niagara Glen. Through the journey, Michelle Lee's hopes to reawaken one's senses and connect with the natural world with the hopes of strengthening and rebalancing symbiotic and reciprocal relations with older and wiser relatives. All of this while eliciting kinship.
2: These were our ancestral lands. Many different nations have walked on these lands beforehand. But being in Niagara Falls and along the Niagara River is a very, very spiritual place and a very meaningful place for many Indigenous people. It happens to be a meeting ground uh, where a lot of different nations would come here to meet and discuss and have conversations. So many chiefs and leaders from different nations would come because of the energy of the Niagara Falls.
1: We descend the cliff face via a large metal staircase to reach the trails. The ground we walk upon was once an ocean floor, 420 million years ago, but after the last ice age, the ocean froze and the hulking boulders we passed by and even under are remnants of the ocean floor. About 7,000 years ago, the famed falls would have been located where we are standing before they receded to their current location upstream. We stop to admire fossils, trilobites, coral, and even sea scorpions, before arriving at a 325-year-old cedar tree that appears to be hugging the rugged earth beneath it. The tree is part of the self-guided audio walk, and I ask Michelle Lees what she feels, thinks, or sees when she sees such an ancient living relative.
2: It happens to be a cedar tree, and cedar is one of our four sacred medicines. So this tree has been here for 325 years, has seen, has heard, has lived so many stories and teachings from our ancestors. The way it's shaped, the roots are grabbing onto the boulders and they're holding on almost like Mother Earth holds on to. The seedlings inside her, or a mother is holding on to their children. And you can see like two arms just holding and caressing, and it's almost kind of like a comforting caress. We continue our walk, arriving at the
1: shore where the turquoise hued water rushes through the gorge. It's autumn, and the trees dotting the cliff face on either side of the river are starting to change color. Bold yellows, fiery oranges, and reds add to the already natural, beautiful area. This
2: specific place here, this mouth that opens up, we look down at uh, the mouth of the river. I ask myself, did our ancestors literally stand right here? And did they see what we're seeing? I wonder what they thought and what they were thinking and what kind of messages that they were sending out there and what messages do they want us to know?
1: As we stand at the edge, we don't approach the waters. Though 10 kilometers downstream from the falls, the rapids here are still classified as class four or class five rapids. Michelle Elise tells me that the rushing waters of the rapids reminded her of a Haudenosaunee smoke dance, which listeners hear as part of the self-guided audio tour.
2: Coming up to the loud rapids, what came to mind was this rapid sound of the drums and just chaotic, kind of like the water, just fierce and strong. And the song that came to me, or the dance that came to me, was called the Smoke Dance. And that is a Haudenosaunee traditional smoke dance. And it's a rapid-fire step. It's mesmerizing. They just, they're just going so fast. And it just made me think of the rushing of the falls and the rushing of the water.
1: We start our ascent, passing through the Carolinian forest, where a canopy of tree cover shelters us and, what Michelle Lee's calls Grandfather Rocks, are scattered across the ancient sea floor. It's here that while wandering with her son, Michelle Lee's really connected to the natural world.
2: Rust colored squirrels and black squirrels and they were running all over the place. But it was the birds that were doing the call and response that just, it was just amazing how they just kept talking back and forth and back and forth. Inside the Carolinian forest, it becomes almost like you're in a production room. It's just dead and all of a sudden you can almost feel like the ancestors coming down to gift a song to us now and then leaves the spirit world.
0: Tall Stories is a Monocle production from the team behind The Urbanist. This episode was written by Mandy Sinclair and produced and edited by David Stevens. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes every week. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye and thank you for listening, City Lovers.